When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. She, I mean, she wasn't hooking up at the 7-Eleven. I, I believe it was in his car. If She's you want a 7-Eleven hot dog, chili slams. <laughs> Buy you a pack of Newports. You got protection in there. You, you get bet. some horny goat pills, the yeah. gas station boner pills. You got it all. They don't Tobacco. Have booze. Plan B. Plan- <laughs> Do they I don't think so. They <laughs> should. But it's the bootleg stuff, so it's like plan C. Dave and Mahoney. I mean, I don't know if we are just pricks, Dave. First off, I'm... yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. One of my friends is going through COVID right now. Dude, Please tell me he can still taste the cheese. He cannot. Oh, and God. Says, what's worse, losing <laughs> the ability to taste cheese or your penis? What do you mean? Losing yeah. the ability to taste your penis? No. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have to go, well, you know. I mean, I'm honestly kind of enjoying cheese more regularly. (laughs) And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. The, uh, The CEO of Paramount makes a lot of money. How much do you think he makes annually? Uh, I mean, Paramount's one of the biggest uh, media companies in the world. My guess is $25 million a year. Audrey, what do you guess? Uh, close to a billion. Uh, close to a billion, okay. <laughs> uh, Mahoney is a little closer. $32 million a year. That's a big, big payday. That's a big payday, especially, especially considering that... the Super Bowl just happened. Well, I mean, they were they were taking a big victory lap yep. about the Super Bowl, and um, it, it seems kind of surprising that, you know, the week after this huge victory lap and look at all those great things that we did and blah, 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 uh, they just announced they're firing 800 people. 800 people. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're seeing Netflix and a lot of these other streaming services start to uh, really, uh, you know, they hire too many people. Now they're starting to fire them. And the thing that sucks about all this, because, again, it happens with business, and it, it's they, they don't think about the human element when it, when they're just hiring like crazy. Hiring they, and then firing. Yeah, they don't. You, you don't. You're just a number on a spreadsheet to an accountant. So I actually do the math on this. If you took the $32 million and you divided by 800, that's $40,000 per salary for a full 800 people. That's what $32 million, which is what one person is making at the top while deciding to fire 800 people. Mm -hmm. And the product sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like CBS did a great job with the Super Bowl broadcast and all that. Paramount Plus is the the actual app. The app is garbage. That's the only one I don't pay for. It's because it's trash. Because it is trash. That's it's why trash. I don't. And also, CBS was trash before that they like were under the Paramount umbrella company. I mean, like CBS. Anytime I ever try to use the app in and of itself, I could never get anything. Oh, to Oh, you're work. talking about the app. The app was has always been the bottom of the barrel. I mean, every other broadcast company has been able to figure it out, except for. CBS. Yeah, so I don't know. This is really heartbreaking because, like Mahoney said, uh, there are people behind the numbers. And um, Paramount Plus is the first one that we've heard to do it after such a super massive victory like this. The most watched thing I know. on television I, And that's ever. what's annoying about it, right? Is like you're bragging and then this happens. Like, you were thinking that maybe it was going to be under the radar. But, I mean, no. Like, you can't all of a sudden just sit here and brag about your numbers and then chop people's heads off in the process. 
Some good news today as well. A Maryland man has proven that if you just let it ride, sometimes it works out. He won $20 playing the lottery. A big 20 bucks. Okay, Rolled not bad. Over, not bought bad. a scratcher, $50,000. Woo! Is he rolling that over and going for the bigger ones? Yeah, he's going to read all $50,000 back in. No. Uh, the Middle River resident initially won $20 on a scratcher, used the winnings to purchase another $20, only this one was 100x the cash ticket and turned out to be a $50,000 winner. Said he uh, plans to use the uh, the winnings to go on vacation later this year, which I like. Instead of that, like, well, I'm probably going to pay some bills and pay off my credit Be card. irresponsible nah, with man, it. Yeah, you only live it. once. That's free money. Yeah. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So as cool as they look, it might not actually be good for you. Shocking, I know. Researchers at Stanford University in Michigan conducted a study on the long-term use of virtual reality headsets because the new Apple Vision Pro has gotten a lot of press recently, and they found some alarming effects on cognitive functions. The study involved 11 researchers who use various pass-through headsets, including the Vision Pro, the Quest Pro, the Quest 3, uh, night vision goggles, and researchers experience difficulties navigating, feeling nauseous, eye strain, headaches, dizziness. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen anyone wearing one of the Apple Vision Pros out in the wild. No. I have. So okay. I was at the, all the Super Bowl events, and I was walking around at Mandalay Bay, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, and there's someone, and you can tell, like, this person is obviously just, like, seeking attention. attention of course. There's no reason for you to be at a Super Bowl event in an uh, Apple headset. Right. You're walking around a convention center in a casino. You don't need your Stupid. Apple Vision Pro on. You look like a moron. It's yeah. the idiots. It's it's the modern-day uh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth. Yeah, you but know. Much, much, much but worse. Much worse. Right. Much worse. Um, and this, you know, this guy's walking around and he looks stupid and all of that. But I mean, whatever. There's going to be people that seek attention. It's not that big of a deal. But if you're talking about like it actually really does affect your ability to just see things or you're having neurological issues as a result and cognitive function is declining because of it, that's uh, that's that seems much worse. So, but how are we already getting a read on cognitive declines when it's only been out for not well, the, even a month? But the meta, the meta ones have been out longer and VR have oh, been so out. This isn't just it's Apple. it's all they're, gotcha. they're they're looking at all of them and now they're including Apple and some of the, gotcha. the newer ones. So the study warns of potential long-term effects and the impact on social interactions. So not exactly a uh, glowing study for uh, for the future of these, but I mean I'm not in the market for this. I mean, I, I saw that guy walking around with one on. I've seen some videos of people doing it. Like, you just look so stupid wearing that thing. <laughs> See, we have they're- one of the Quest ones, and is that what they're called? Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, I enjoy it, but I don't play it, like, nearly enough for, I feel like, it to affect my vision. But you're also, like, playing a game. You're not going to Starbucks wearing it. Right. You know? Yeah, like, I'm playing that little drum game because yeah. I used to love Guitar Hero. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's, it's funny whenever I hear these sort of... You know, I, I, these sort of studies, and I'm like, how much are you playing? Because right. the Quest, you only really get an hour worth of battery unless you're completely hooked in at all times. Meanwhile, so the, the Vision Pro, you can wear it around all day. And it's so designed crazy. for that, and you're just like, nah, man, that's just not. It's the Turn it off. It yeah. feels like we are creating these solutions to problems that don't exist. Yeah. With these. And you look really stupid doing it. Yeah, that too. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you ever been somewhere and realized 
you'll never be in that tax bracket. Message deleted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Las Vegas this past weekend for the Super Bowl. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Like, right before the game, they there was uh, some local account that was posting about how uh, there were still tickets available for the Super Bowl. Like, really good seats if you want to sit down close to the 50-yard line. Mm-hmm. And they were like $200,000. That's why seats. they are available. Like, what are you talking about? You can buy Who a... Who would pay $500,000? Yes. Not for a, a pair. Not, not a great one, but uh, you can buy one. For $500,000, oh, you get a nice Ferrari for oh, a pair of tickets. tickets yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy to me, man. So, if you had that kind of money, would you spend it on never. things like that? Never, never. I mean, if chance. I had that kind of money, then I wouldn't be wondering what I could and couldn't spend money on. Yeah, it would just be you a know, free-for-all. that would just be money. That, that's what's so bizarre to me is that, like, I know I'm not in that tax bracket because I'm even having this conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I will. I am not anywhere near the one percent because so, I'm like sitting here trying to pinch pennies before I go to move into my next apartment. It's so funny <laughs> that you say that because I was talking with my wife about this the other day. Because, like, the lottery's getting up there and everything else. And, you know, obviously, we're going to win it, of as course. you do. For sure. But, no, she she made Every a time. comment, and she's like, it, it's just so interesting how, you know, if you won the lottery, and let's say it was the $485 million or whatever. Right. How that changes your entire perspective on life. Yes. Well, you know? Money is no longer Money's ever, no longer a thing. A thought. It's not a thought. It's not a thought, but if you've been career-oriented, what do you care about your career anymore? At that point? At that point. I mean... We like what we do. No, we're very we fortunate. Would, but we would be, I think we would be kind of an exception. And even then, there would a day would come where we'd be like, screw, nah, screw this. Yeah. And we're out. Yeah, uh, because we get to beat, like, friends for four hours. Right. You know, and we're not, like, doing crunching numbers yeah. and, you know, trying to get everyone's tax information together right now. It would just be a, a total shift as to how you view the world and you would have access so, to whatever you want. Insane. It would just be such a massive shift. To answer this guy's question, though, like, where were you when you knew that you were not supposed to, like, be there? So I grew up in St. Louis, and there's a place in St. Louis, you may have heard it from uh, the Nelly songs, called Frontenac. Not familiar, but sure. Uh, it's. <laughs> I think I probably thought he was talking about a body part. Probably. Uh, it's a tiny little, like, municipality within the county. Okay. But it's in, it's in the middle of the city, but it's all wooded, and you wouldn't even know that there's, like, houses because there's, like, all these woods everywhere but they're not gated or anything so you can just drive through them and my friend and i used to like drive through these areas just to look at the houses as like aspirational things that you know one day if we're as successful as we want to be we'll be able to buy something like this but man we were driving through here and there was like the guy who owned uh who was the heir to the anheuser fortune anheuser fortune okay so one of the bushes augie bush and this son of a bitch, not only did he have like a 20,000 square foot mansion. In the woods. In, in the woods. But there was also like random ass wild peacocks uh-uh. walking around. Just peacocks See, walking around. I was already around. thinking that having a mansion in the woods felt pretty racist adding a peacock for sure. <laughs> like there's no way that you just have like a mansion in the woods with no gates. Like the fact that you are in wooded area, like there, well, you don't know what cries beneath in the in shadows, the man. The city, yeah. A wooded area uh-huh. inside of a city. Yeah. Ew. Like, it's, it's crazy. Racist. But, yeah, they see Mahoney driving around and they're like, 
Yeah, we got to put up some gates. Yeah, I was at a 92 <laughs> Celica, and it was like the year 2000, man. They knew how it belonged there. Wait, hold on. They said you told a story where you were driving around in, a, in the wooded areas when you got broken up with and you started yeah. crying. The were like, those the woods? Those were near, they were, those were adjacent. That's another. Wood yeah, adjacent. That's the, second, that's the second, <laughs> that's the second <laughs> richest place in, in, in St. Louis, which is uh, called Ledoux. Wood 2.0? So, yeah. yeah. Dave and or Mahoney and or Audrey. Is shrimps bugs? Message yeah. deleted. Shrimps are the bugs of the sea? They're, they're shrimps. Nah, they're bug ass. Oh they're my God, those. that is so no, don't true. Wanna, don't want to think about it like that. They are no. the bugs of the sea. Dude, I have no. never thought about that. Them Lobsters are just big ass roaches. Oh, big ass sea roaches. Oh God, they are. The only reason they're, they're good the cockroach of the sea. They do. The only reason they're any good crabs? is because they absorb butter. No, crabs, on the other hand, crab meat by itself can't be eaten. Whereas I feel like lobster is just meh. I mean, let's be honest. Shrimp is meh as well unless you dunk it in some like real spicy cocktail sauce. Or, like, gar- or garlic <sighs> butter. That is Clean so out those gross. sinuses, yeah. I've never thought about it. I don't really mess with the ocean. We know this about me all too much. Like, mm. I mean, even like a dolphin these days is really getting some bad reputation. A lot of bad PR coming from the dolphin world over there. <laughs> they're pretty rapey. Like, they are. Yeah. Well, not only just rapey, they're just like purposefully just killing things for fun now, yeah. like orcas do. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm I'm all the way good on eating stuff from the ocean. And, and now that I know shrimp are bugs, oh, I'm so cool off of it all. Really? The sand. You're out? The sand is the first barrier of entry for me. Really, I hate the sand. Well, you don't have to go catch it yourself. You're telling me you go to a nice restaurant, no more uh, like seafood towers. So the oysters, yeah, are what really get me. I mean, oysters are disgusting, but I like them. But I like making that little slurp noise to let everybody know yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, Audrey, I'd like to be your third husband. What are the next steps? What do I have to do? Let's talk about it. Message deleted. I don't know, man. Um, I feel like you wouldn't want that. I do really feel like uh, I'm pretty horrible. Well, <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like I'm pretty a lot to deal also, with. Also, you're currently married, so uh, I am currently married, but- and he's hanging on by a thread, man. Like this poor guy, literally rolled over, and he was like. Like, I'm attached to him like shrimp on shrimp. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm a lot to deal but, with. But, I mean, you are uh, you're, you're a successful, young, uh, beautiful woman. So, I mean, like what you could say, if he wants to be your third husband, do you create like a, instead of a harem, you call it a hair him. Oh, a hair him. And you just have a whole bunch, a bunch of, of hymns. Yeah. I don't think that I would even want that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want a bunch of hymns mm. about. The guys with like 18 wives. That's Why? So what are you doing? We're so needy. What are like, you it's doing? It's in our nature to be needy. Yeah, and like, because you can't meet all of their needs, then they're all just angry simultaneously. Sounds yeah. terrible. Seems yeah, like the man. worst thing ever. What are you doing? What are you doing? This is the David Mahoney Show. Have you guys seen all the videos that are floating around of, and I understand, a lot of drinking happens during the Super Bowl, and a lot of people... Our sports betting, there's a lot of money on the line, all of that stuff. But I've, I've never understood it, and I don't think I will ever understand it. The people that aggressively smash their own TVs when their team loses. I feel like people are just doing that now for social media clout. I did see one of a bunch of 49ers people smashing a TV in their backyard, and then like everybody starts jumping it. Like, everybody else comes in and starts kicking the TV, too. Oh, really? After one guy loses it. That one, I felt like, 
See, but I mean, TVs that, aren't as expensive as they used to be, so I feel like doing that for clout is even, you know, like fine because you can get a brand like a TV for three hundred bucks. Yeah, that wasn't an OLED, LG, CG one, or whatever. Those things that used to cost like eighty three thousand yeah, dollars for real. Yeah, it's like that's a Walmart special. Like it's a brand you've never been able to can't even pronounce. That costs. Uh, like $150 for a 65-inch now. I'll go on record, and I'll say, if you smash a TV whose brand I've never heard of, I don't care how big it is, I'm not impressed. Dude, I got, I got shamed about? for my TV, the, like, not that long ago. I had posted a video of me, like, watching something, and I don't know the brand of my TV, but I've had it literally since, like, 2006. Wait a, hold, hold on. You don't know the brand of your TV? It's like some some word I've never seen ever exist, in, ever. Huh. Yeah, no, but I mean, really? I got shamed. Somebody was like, no, literally no, DM'd me and they were like, do you need money for a new TV? No, I'm serious. Are you okay? Do you need money? Why? It works. What do you mean it works? It, it works doesn't... perfect. I mean, I've got a 13-year-old TV. Yeah. You know the Still, brand though, don't you? It's a 60-inch, but I paid like, you know, 13 years ago, I paid, I want to say $3,000 for that. Yeah, it, keep the TV. If it's working fine and, and it's perfect, I'm then not why throw away the TV? Just, yeah. Yeah. It works fine until it dies. No, no. Shame upon you and your and your cow and your. Is it just family. a small TV? Is that what it's it is? It's just a teeny bedroom TV that I don't care about. You know what I mean? It's just the only thing I use that for is Harry Potter, man. Like I mean, like, like I don't care. You watch it every single day. You don't care. It's about- a soundtrack. It's not necessarily okay. for visuals, and, uh. and also it's visually fine. And, it works. And I, I hate to be sexist, but I. I <laughs> But Go going, ahead, on, going to. Dude, it's okay, Mahoney. I'll I will say, out. I don't know many women who care about the size of a TV. Or the thing of a TV. I don't care like about they, a TV. Like my wife could give no dams. My mom could give no dams. Oh, so you don't care about the size of the TV, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Or like the, right. the 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 anything. Yeah, Dave, I feel like that's a guy thing. We're, we're, we're size. Well, I got to get the biggest one. Is, is that a guy thing exclusively? Or we're the only ones that are worried about the size of things? I mean, think about any Best Buy you've ever been to. And straight up, the only people who are congregating over by the TVs, hanging out those recliners. Yeah. yeah. Our dudes. Dude, we are like Neanderthals. We are just monkeys looking at just, we see something shiny. We just stand there, slack jaw, just staring at, ooh, how pretty that is. Every time I'm in a Costco, man, you walk into a Costco in the TV section, I do the same thing. I've never once seen a woman standing in the TV aisle of a Costco or a Best Buy. Do not care. Huh. That's why every woman in all of those videos that you were talking about a moment ago, Dave, like every one woman is like, what are you, why? Like, why are you behaving this way? You're really going to Hulk smash this TV? My favorite one that I saw was a 49ers fan that was obviously very drunk. And I mean, it was a good game. It was overtime in the Super Bowl. I understand it's why nations are a better game that goes to overtime in the Super Bowl, right? And I right? get how you're pretty heartbroken if you're a diehard 49ers right. fan or whatever. But this guy had a bottle of Jack Daniels. I saw that one too. Went over and it took him like five hits with the Jack Daniels bottle in order to break the TV. Like, you know why? He took like four swings of that thing and it just bounced off. It was a hundred year old TV. It was one of them like tube, two flat screens. <laughs> the CRT? Yeah, man. The, the kind, like- yeah, the kind that you could shoot like a 50 cal at and it would just bounce off. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Dave and Mahoney. 
It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you are a lifelong Kansas City Chiefs fan, and, you know, it's been a good couple of years for you. The it fact is. that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is leading the Chiefs, Andy Reid, arguably. The best they, thing that ever happened to Kansas City was Andy Reid, and then him and the team drafting Patrick Mahomes. Would you say that Andy Reid is the greatest coach of all time now? No, I mean, he's still got a long way to Don Chula, Bill Belichick. No, I mean, I think there, there's some discussion right now that, you know, at this point, Andy Reid is either close to or has eclipsed Bill Belichick in oh. the modern coaching you era. You need for to the win three more. I mean, okay, and you sure. need to win more games. Andy Reid's a top five coach of all time. Yeah. I think. But, okay. you know, when you've got guys like Shula out there who've won, what is it, some obscene amount of games yeah. that I, I, I can't even count that high in a single breath. Uh, and you've got Belichick who won six Super Bowls. There's, there's a lot of work. If Andy Reid repeats. That becomes a different story because that's something that has never been done. Yeah. But I also still think that, you know, the amount of wins and the amount of Super Bowl wins, it gets close, though. But, I mean, also, I feel like that's a very interesting thing to be comparing Bill Belichick to also Andy Reid whenever Belichick wasn't able to do what he had with Tom Brady. Well, I mean, everybody is only as good as your team. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, Andy Reid is certainly in the conversation. Let me ask you this, though, honey. Do you, do you get bothered by the, the bandwagon? Kansas City Chiefs fans or the people that have just decided that they are Kansas City Chiefs fans because they're such a good team? Uh, no, not really, because bring, bring uh, on, he, here's, here's what's going to happen, Dave. Uh, they're going to be bad again. Uh huh. And That's you haven't experienced 40 years of bad uh-huh. like we did. And... Uh, you know, that's why, like, even if they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl, I would have been happy. The year they didn't win the Super Bowl and they went, I was happy. They've had, under Andy Reid, they've been, they've had a winning season every year. Which, for me, if you have a winning season, I'm happy because there were so many years without that. So, if you want to jump on, just uh, just prepare to hang on. Well, it's it seems like there's only one person that's not willing to get on that bandwagon. You were talking about him this week. Uh, because of the way that he called the Super Bowl, and that's Tony Romo, right? Who seems like he's got a thing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and maybe, maybe not. Who knows? He's got he had a bias because in every game I watch, where during the playoffs that he was calling against the Chiefs, it felt like he was rooting against them. Yeah, um, but interestingly, Tony Romo is the one that's coaching up Tom Brady right now as he gets ready for his announcing. Please don't. Game. Because Tony Romo's also catching a lot of heat because he didn't shut the hell up and let Jim Nance actually call the final moments of the Super Bowl, and he's trying to, uh, you know, give analysis on a play. You're the color guy. Shut the hell up, Romo. (laughs) Either way, Tom Brady is going to be starting his gig before too long. $375 million for Tom Brady to call some football games. It's so easy listening to the fall of your feelings for Tony Romo because I feel like I remember whenever he first started in the box, everybody was like, wow, he's doing a great job. The expectations were low. Then he exceeded those expectations, but I think he's regressed over the last, like, I would say two, three years where he's just like, he's making $18 million a season, I believe. Feels like he's kind of phoning it in. Yeah. 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 Mm, he, he's relying okay. so much on like the because what, what what made him special is he could pretty accurately predict, predict the plays, the plays right? exactly. because he's a quarterback. Yeah. But then you know as that fades over a couple of years or systems change, that mm. ability to call plays accurately is not and not as sharp change. as it was. And then if yeah. you're not evolving simultaneously, I can understand why some people don't like him. I don't have a problem with Tony Romo because uh, you know no one's biased against the Vikings because there's just no point. Uh, but you know either way, uh, Tom Brady going to be starting soon, and I I look forward to giving I, him a shot. I will 100 percent watch where you know him in the booth. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
Stephen Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Yes, I was wondering if I could speak with the candy uh, Mahoney. Who in the world will let your wife forbid you to make uh, mac and cheese? That's, that's just wrong, man. Uh, grow up here, will you? Message deleted. Macaroni and cheese about, is so near and dear to your heart, though, too. Tell me more about how successful your relationship is, buddy. <laughs> tell me how, uh, you know, how how long have you been divorced for? I don't know, Mahoney. I mean, he's got a point. I mean, macaroni to, to and what cheese. Audrey said, like, that, the thing that you love most, like, the only thing. But it thing, doesn't love me. It does love you. No, too it much. doesn't. It's because every time I eat it, things. Me and Derry don't have a great relationship it anymore. Is, it as is your creamy over. little mistress that, that no. delights you. As, as, don't ever refer <laughs> to macaroni. Said, shouldn't have said it like that. As that ever, <laughs> ever again. Please, please, Dave. And also, there's a thing called, you know, uh, you, make, you make decisions in your relationship. You know, like, am I going to keep my partner happy and keep myself happy? Or am I going to argue over every stupid little thing on the planet? You say that, Mahoney, but she doesn't like the way you play video games. Well, but to he be still fair, plays video games. But, but to be fair, the reason I I can't find an apartment right now and I need a house is because of video games. Because I violent. Because I'm too, I yell too much. I know that's my point though. Is that you gave up macaroni and cheese so easily, and she always yells at you for your video gaming because you are loud. But you have put your foot down at gaming, but not the chi. Well, I feel like gaming is good for me. Oh, okay. It is. It's the, oh, so the, 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 There yeah. are many studies that show that it keeps your uh, cognitive functions moving and your hand-eye coordination sharp. So I feel like when I'm old and in the uh, <laughs> retirement home, I'll be uh, out here playing Call of Duty still. And you're the only dude sell. in the world. Like, you're going to be the only guy in the retirement home who's having World War II flashbacks that never was in World War II. <laughs> be getting like flashbacks from video games from all of the, like the actual dudes sitting see, around telling their war stories meanwhile Mahoney's like one time I was playing Call of Duty 6 <laughs> they <laughs> deep in the jungle brother yeah <laughs> but I'll be sharp I'll be sharp yeah when I think of you Mahoney I think sharp hand eye coordination hey come play some Call of Duty against me I'll show you some sharp hand eye coordination oh okay so <laughs> never mind please leave a message after the tone do you guys have that one word you struggle to pronounce? Message deleted. All of them. Words are hard. And we do this thing called workforce rewards. And, rewards. And every time, even right there, workforce rewards. Say it three times fast. Workforce, workforce rewards. rewards. You have to do the rewards. No, you can't go rewards. You can't say rewards. I got to change it up. <laughs> Not in 2024. Rewards, but if there's no A in there, why are we saying rewards? Yeah, it's rewards. 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 Yes. We're just, workforce rewards. We're just pronouncing it like Midwest people. <laughs> rewards. No, rewards is how you say the word. You don't rewards. Say rewards. Rewards. No, don't you do that. You can't she's, just. She's not wrong. Workforce rewards. No, say it the proper way. Workforce rewards. No, not rewards. That's how rewards. I, that's exactly how I would say no. it. 100%. I will fight you. Wow. It is not rewards. You wouldn't be able to fight me because your cognitive decline on how to say rewards, <laughs> rewards, will be tripping you up in the long, are you <laughs> trying the, to get you over here. Yeah, are you Workforce the, rewards. Workforce Are you the priest from the Princess Bride? <laughs> workforce, we are gathered here today for workforce rewards. Well, we'll get it one day, you know. It's not like it's our job to talk correctly or anything. <laughs> We'll figure it out. One of these days. Uh-huh. Rewards. Please leave a message after the tone. 
So you're talking about a dog that poops everywhere. Well, I got a dog. He poops. He'll eat his poop. He likes it crusty. Message deleted. He likes it crusty. So what, you leave it out for a few days? Dogs don't eat their own stuff like they used to or have white well, it's Stuff. different. That's that was a, that's a dietary thing. Were yeah. we just like poisoning our dogs yeah. back in the day? The white dog poop was 100% like it's like bone meal or something. Really? Oh, my gosh. I like that, that Otter just called it back to like it, dogs don't eat crap like they used to. In the 90s, the all dog days. crap was I'm not, white. Saying, I'm not saying it was the good old days. One <laughs> time mine ate a bunch of crayons. Free, <laughs> you know, for real back then. Like now you're seeing dogs that have lived to be like 15, 16 sometimes. But like when we were kids, it's like we just like fed them the worst stuff Actual chicken bones. Yeah, well, they, they, they were shocked that they die at five. Yeah, it was, it was a, a carcass of a chicken and a gigantic industrial bag of just called chow. Yeah, what was <laughs> what it? What was that? That's what? not edible. That's was- insane that we used to do that. And, honey, you said 15, 16. That is, like, young. I saw a 22-year-old dog that looked like he had wish he'd been dead at I don't want to see a 20-year-old dog, man. No, Dude, that's, man. that's too old. That's- or, like, a 40-year-old cat. I mean, they, for real, they are living too long, and I don't think that us as a species... Humans or our domesticated pets are supposed to be living as long as they do. Because I saw a 106-year-old on TV the other day, and she was like, the way that I have been able to live this long is through, like, Dr. Pepper. I'm like, how is that possible? You're on Dr. Pepper, and we've got dogs full of white dog crap. Through Dr. Pepper, anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) This is the David Mahoney Show. There's been a lot of talk this week about how successful the Super Bowl was. You know, I mean, the most watched television broadcast of all time. What did they say? It was averaging like 123 million people were watching it simultaneously, basically from start to finish. But all in, about 200 million people watched the game across the streaming platforms as well as on CBS. And that made it the most watched television program of all time. But when you think about something bringing together 200 million people simultaneously, it's pretty wild that anything like that exists in our culture. There's nothing else in modern society that has that shared experience anymore. I mean, there are artists and musicians out there who can sell out entire stadiums for multiple nights in a row that a vast majority of the public has never heard of. You know, it's just because media has split, but the one thing that we all still agree that is relevant culturally to everybody or, you know, at least several hundred million people in America, it's the Super Bowl. I mean, 200 million people is just unbelievable. You're right. Culturally, is there anything else that can bring together that many people in our country simultaneously? And I think the short answer is no. no. I think it was a perfect storm, too, because obviously we have the Taylor Swift, you know, saga. But the commercials this year, I felt like were a lot more compelling. The halftime show, I mean, for me personally, I felt like it was definitely millennial Gen X based. So, I mean, like, which is also lending to the fact of Taylor Swift. Like, I mean, it was just... That means you're old. I know that's fine. I do know that. I mean, like, yes. that, but you know, these halftime shows are for you now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for Taylor Swift to also be in also millennial Gen X space as well as their kids, you know, it's just it was a perfect storm. I think of everything coming together to where you have a new demographic that might not have been there. To I mean, watch. I still think that it would have been the most watched event of all time had Taylor not been no, there. No, but I, I mean, exactly to Or was point, involved though, in the season You add year, that but, on top of it, right? Yeah, yeah, like you added in this months, extra layer more, of, yeah. you know, the hottest pop star in the entire world is there rooting on her football playing boyfriend. I mean, is there any more American story than that, right? No, I like mean, the, and even from a prospect of, like, thinking about it, because 
I, as a woman, am looking at also like the fashion side of it, right? Like Kristen Jujek and then Olivia Capullo, like all of their wives too, like are adding to the space that me as a woman, I want to see what they're wearing. I want to see, you know, Kim Kardashian was there and I didn't even care. I cared more about the, the, the other happenings, like who was wearing Kristen's outfit as they were walking into the stadium. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I feel like as a 32 year old, that gave me more of an incentive to care from start to finish to the post game. And that's, that's the sense that I got even from like my kids who are not in a football at all. Right. Like they were watching it. And they were enjoying the game. And and it's because there was all those other elements as well. The NFL has somehow figured out the perfect storm of how to get everyone interested and invested, even if you're not there for the game. It just so happened that the game turned out to be a fantastic Super Bowl that went to overtime. Mm -hmm. You know, a thrilling game on top of that. But the one thing that we've learned over the years, Mahoney, is that when it comes to live programming, I mean, sports is where it is, right? Because The only thing that we're live programming still moves the needle. There's a sense of urgency. You have to watch it live in order to get it. Well, ESPN has reportedly just secured a new six-year deal to continue to air the college football playoffs. How much do you think they paid for six years' worth of college football playoffs? Mm. $2.5 billion. $7.8 billion. Ooh, More than a billion a season. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that has to be like all of the college rights then, right? Yeah, so the current deal has two years remaining, but that has ESPN still paying college football playoffs an average of $608 million annually. Wow. The extension will more than double that figure to $1.3 billion That's per year. crazy. Pay yeah. those kids, man. I no mean, kidding. like, whenever you are, when you have the ability to raise in from a just a playoffs a billion and this is college like it's not even pro ball but and I think you're the going, college well, playoff the is are, only going to get bigger though but the, the kids expansion. are getting a free education I'm with you Audrey well, shut we've up got the NIL now I mean it's it, there's Finally. it's not it's not perfect but steps are moving in the right directions I will say in our lifetime college football especially like the national championship when it comes to that is in, in the best place it's been. We're moving to what is it a ten or a twelve team? Twelve teams. Uh, is what they're 12, talking 12, about it. Twelve team playoff, and it's finally happening. The NIL, the yes. players are able to make some money off of their likeness now. So it's it's worth steps in the right direction that we thought you know twenty years ago would never have a shot. And you know what? I love to see it. Like that quarterback from Georgia has a Ferrari, and I'm like, good for you, kid. Live your life. Yeah. Man. Well, they've like, all had Ferraris for a really long time. If you were like, you know, at like dynasty schools. They yeah, just had yeah, to keep yeah. them in their garage. Yeah, but now but now you can actually say it's <laughs> now yours. Now you can ride around yeah, it. Yeah, so now that you have to pretend like it's your uncle's. <laughs> yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney show. Yeah, um Dave and Mahoney present. Uh We're going fast, fast, fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Steve is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How are you, Steve? I'm doing great. And yourself? Doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Let me ask you, before we get going, what is your favorite fast food restaurant? It's Taco Bell. Yeah, oh, boy. Oh, my man. Steve, I, I have an eight-year-old daughter that was sobbing in tears yesterday because she wanted Taco Bell. And you didn't give her? And my wife had not her ta- given her Taco Bell in the appropriate amount of time. That's abuse. Oh. <laughs> Call CPS immediately. Call CPS yeah. on day right now. So, uh, Steve Mahoney is the world's leading fast food forensic expert. There are little clues in the audio, so you're trying to figure out which fast food restaurant the freakout happened in. 
And Mahoney and Audrey are both trying to help you out today. And both of these two have been very, very sharp at this game recently. Mm -hmm. Dave, everybody knows that I have been to the 33,117 McDonald's worldwide. But they also may not know that I have been to the over 911 A&W Fast food root beer restaurants. Oh, he's looking across it up. He's these beautiful. Up. He's got Wikipedia as well. You Googled that. Literally, right. I can see the A and W logo. Their headquarters okay. is in Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. If you didn't know, Audrey, I did uh, know that. I have a friend who worked for their marketing team. Ah, how about that? And you never, you've never hooked us up once. Not a single well, time. I, mean, I, say, I said friend. I said friend, but that was really just for like the commentary, like here right now. Like I hung out with her one time. <laughs> you're like you're the corporate A and W. She chick, did give huh? me That's one. She. We were friends enough to where she gave me a hookup on. A rubber float. One rubber float. One rubber float. Okay, Steve, so here we go. The uh, The first one, this manager who is uh, swamped at the late night drive through making some customers wait too long for their food, according to them. They were they were upset, though, because they said the manager was doing it on purpose because of how they spoke with this particular manager. Let's have a listen to the audio. But you don't You're have to act that way. I don't give a f bro. You're, You're going to get fired. This is the manager right here. All right, where are you going to post it? YouTube? No one's going to see it but who are you gonna send it to to your boss duh i am the boss my dad's actually a f owner so good luck with that okay right. well you know you're clo you we can close you down you know that right dude i've done this a billion times wow okay so that was i mean pretty chippy manager Jeez. there like good luck I mean, if his dad fired. is the owner uh, of that then i mean you know kind of call it like he sees it but also that lady was like well we can close you down nice try yeah. try it Okay. Also, your, your dad doesn't like you that much if he's making you work the late night drive through and he owns the place. Just say, <laughs> is that A, an In N Out, B, a Del Taco, or C, a Chick fil A? Del Taco. So it's not, it's not, it's definitely not In N Out or uh, Chick fil A because getting those franchises, first off, there's no In N Out franchises. To get a franchise for, for Chick fil A, uh, you have to work there, and his mm -hmm. dad definitely doesn't own it. Yeah. So definitely uh, a no there. This is 100% a Del Taco, which you, I believe you can franchise for about uh, $1.3 million. Mm, nice. So, so last time know. I looked into it. You, were, you looked into it. Got yeah. it. Okay, so over to you, Steve. Is it an in and out of Del Taco and Chick-fil-A? Both Mahoney and Audrey are saying Del Taco. I'm going to have to go with Del Taco. Del Taco is... Correct. Of course it is. We never, it. we never doubted. Don't need that pause, pause there. Like we were wrong. Get out of here. Dave's so annoying with that. Like literally, every time you do it, like we know we're right. Just do tell you, us we're right. Do you know that I exclusively do that because I know that it annoys you? Mm. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Okay, here we go. On to number two. A also, woman you're chippy at it with at Del Taco, dude, bro. Like your lives, you got to make some better choices. So you can win it right here, Steve, if you are able to get this one correct. A woman returns to the drive-thru to complain about the worker that she had an argument with over the price of a shake. Here we go. Hi, how you doing today, ma'am? I just came through the drive-thru, and okay. I was talking to a lady. Yes, ma'am. Who was extremely rude, and I was trying to explain what size shake I wanted. Okay. I don't care about the price. I just want that size. How old would you like? And I said, I don't care right now. Okay. I said, I want the 319, and she went round and round. She said, the 329. I said, well, honey, it says 319. I said, you need to change your menu. And then I had also ordered a burger, and she said, you can leave now. She just said, you can leave now. She told me to leave. <laughs> that's, that, that poor lady complaining sounded like she's just so pure. Like I just, she, I love her. She, yeah, she sounded, really? she sounded nice. She did sound nice. She just sounded like she yeah. just was so startled that she's somebody was mean being to mean to yeah. her over a milkshake. She's oh, the one. Are you in a? What is? Are, are you, you in a hospital? Are you in jail? 
What's going on? <laughs> Where you at? Where are you, Steve? I am in a grocery store. He's <laughs> <Nice> grocery shopping. <laughs> okay. All right. So 319 or 329 for a shake. But she was oh. also the one recording, so that's why I don't think she was. There. Interesting. Okay. So you're you're taking the uh, the price into the into yes. the equation here as well. Wendy's. Is that A, not on the list, Audrey. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> nice try. Is it A, a Burger King, B, a Dairy Queen, or C, a Sonic? Dairy Queen. Oh, boy. This is three nineteen really... for a shake. This uh, it could be a small shake. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think... In a Sonic, I don't, they would just... I don't think the manager from a Burger King is going to refer to her as a ma'am. That feels like Sonic behavior <laughs> to me. But if you were a manager and you were getting upset okay. over the pricing or just a general person who's working at Sonic, but the man who you're going to roll away on them skates. But that's that's why they left. That's why she just left. Oh, you rolled think that off. she just like rolled, rolled off? Rolled off. Did a little figure eight I and then think, left? I feel like that's a detail that you would say though, right? Like if you're the customer, you'd be like, then she then she pirouetted and then rolled off. Yes. I, I think this is a Sonic personally. No, interesting. Huh? Disagree? I'm going Dairy Queen. In- okay. So Burger King, Dairy Queen, or Sonic? I'm going Dairy Queen. For the win, Dairy Queen is incorrect. Incorrect. 100% Show me that sheet of paper. It's, it's, a, sonic. it's a Sonic. It's 100% sonic. a Sonic. Look, at the that, that's why you Boom, don't doubt me. Sonic. Okay, Mahoney, people have doubted you. And they've, got, and they've and lost. They, no, that's not correct. Because well, one time that no. you were so blatantly like oh, sure of yourself. On every one of them, you were wrong. wrong yeah. You changed. For you three changed. for three you wrong. Cheated, you cheated me on that one. Okay, final one here, Steve. So you got to give this one right. All right, so focus. I'm not helping. Doesn't take my help. So, okay. he, but you're mad that he took my help? You're anti-woman right now. That's so sure ridiculous. Am. You're just saying that because he took my help. That's you're right. not going to help him? You were wrong. Steve, you're not going to help your brother in arms? Men take notice. Steve, do you also hate women? <laughs> 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 All right. Two female workers get into a violent fist fight in the kitchen while customers gather around to watch in pure enjoyment. Have a listen. <laughs> Hey, let him fight, man. Let him fight. Put it on. Let me hit my beer. Come on, y'all stop. Let him fight. Let him fight, man. Dude, it's I a like- McDonald's. It's 100% a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I like that that one guy's like Herb Dean. Like, let him fight. Let's, let's, see, let's see some action here. <laughs> let him fight. Is that A, a McDonald's, B, a Starbucks, or C, a Culver's for the win? McDonald's. McDonald's is correct. Correct. That's right. <laughs> right. I know those beeps. <laughs> it's like a heart monitor. I know that fry beep. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you uh, are doing that thing that you always do, brother. You are procrastinating. You are waiting until the very last second. Only this is something a bit more serious than some of the other stuff you'll procrastinate on because it's where you live, yeah. and it's come down to the last couple of weeks here where, you know, you've had months to figure out where you're going to move to. Yeah. And I understand it's not really that exciting, right? Because it's temporary. You're only going to be there for a handful of months while they're finishing the house that you're building. So it's not like you get really excited about finding no, a new place. I don't care where I live. I really don't. Like that, that, that for the the temporary, the next six months does not matter to me. Uh, that being said, Dave, uh, your mother-in-law 
Uh, she is leaving today, so that does open up a vacancy in uh, Casa Fera for the uh, the guest bedroom. Hey, dude, if you want to move in, like that's way more fun than my mother-in-law. Like at least we can smoke cigars and you know talk about stuff. So then, you're, like, not, you're just, not bringing a rotten little dog with you, are you? The, uh, I am. I am. <laughs> Ew. I'm gonna just go adopt one, the worst one. <laughs> I was I was thinking you were talking about your rotten dog. You know oh. what I mean? Oh, that yes. <laughs> you bring that rotten dog over anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard like, called oh, a rotten yeah. dog before, but okay. <laughs> that's a. That's a <laughs> That's really hurtful, actually. <laughs> He's the one who so, said it. That's why I was like, oh, he wow. He said it. He called it a rotten dog. I didn't call it my, my <laughs> rotten dog. Hey, girl, so, you want to see my rotten dog? I am being no. pro. Say that Double. one out there. Double dog dare you. Double rotten dog dare you. <laughs> Uh, rotten dog, <laughs> rotten doggy style. <laughs> too far, Dave. Too okay, far. Okay, sir. So, <laughs> I am being proactive this time, though. I I did. I got on like Zillow. Oh, and wow. And they have a thing where you could just like start applying to like a whole bunch of places all at once. Oh, okay, but did good. you have to do the application for each individual property? No, because if you like fill it oh, out good. for Zillow, and then you can just like boom, 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 and you know. Just like it's basically like Tinder for houses now. I'm just swiping because I don't care. <laughs> don't like, like, don't I just like. Need, Ooh, I need a roof and a garage, and I'll be happy. And so I had three houses that I toured yesterday. One house, I, I went to. The, I went to the first house. Nice house, great neighborhood, and seemed very nice. Second house I go to. I mean, there is a old ass like. I mean, beaten up like probably been in like three DUI. Uh, Dodge Charger that's on blocks. There's like 10 cars parked in the driveway slash front yard of this next house. You would hate that. I did not even go in. I'm like, I'm not even like looking at this street, all of this. I'm not even going to waste my time. Mahoney's a big HOA guy. That would never fly. I am an HOA guy. Third house (laughs) I go on, another nice house. The only one I actually had a face-to-face meeting with a realtor uh, with and he was really really nice, but he was kind of shocked because he's like, yeah, you know, that, all the stuff had been moved out of the house, and he's like, yeah, you know, we can't. I could probably get you in like the first week of March, and I kind of need the last week of February uh-huh. to get in. And I'm like, all the stuff's out. He's like, we need to get the house cleaned. I'm like, I'll pay to get the house cleaned. Yeah, it's fine. Like, there's there's kids chalk drawn on the wall in the back. I'm like, I'm like, I said, brother. I do not you care. You can leave the chalk there and, and for the whole six months that I'm renting this house. I will house. never touch it. I will never look at it. I don't care. All I need is a desk, a bed, and a TV. And I can live for the next six months. For sure. While yeah. my house is being built. Uh-huh. Uh, and he laughed. And, you know, I think that's probably the house I'm going to go with. Because even though the other house, the first one, mm-hmm. great area, beautiful house. The person, the leasing agent, has been so rude over email. Oh my goodness. I sent my paychecks uh-huh. from like January, the two paychecks we got in January for the two weeks. Sure. And I get an email back from them in all caps. I need a current paycheck. You're like, that is, that is. Oh, you almost, don't know caps me. Like, yeah. you're all capsing me uh-huh. for a current paycheck. And I gave you a paycheck from January 27th or something. That's the most current paycheck. What do you there want? There's one from February. Oh my God. And I'm like, my pay did not, I'm like, I'm not, my pay did not change drastically between January 27th and the middle of February. Also, Very why is it that when you're applying to live at a house, you know, I mean, they have to get all of this information, you know, all verifying all of your income. And then when you finally do actually meet the landlord, they're like, hi, I'm Mark. Like, they don't give you any information about You get about to meet them. your landlords? The last Sometimes. landlord I had lived in China, man. That's like, what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, you I'm don't like, know anything about them at all. 
I, I mean, like there's literally days, a middle I've, person between me and Rain. Over oh, seriously, like I, like I will never forget that I could never one time talk to my actual landlord, the person who something? owned my home. Oh, well, that's why you guys you need to consult me because I did. They didn't introduce me to my current landlord, but I found him. You found him. Yeah, I just look property records, man. You didn't track him down. Yes. Why? He's like the private detective Goldilocks. Because I want to know, man. Like I'm Checking gonna I'm gonna look homes. that stuff up. That's smart of you, though, Mahoney. Yeah. So yeah. The, the 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 end of the story, though, is that we're a couple of weeks away from you being kicked out of the house that you're currently. And I'm, and I'm disqualifying some just over petty ass reasons. <laughs> 100%. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Paul Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you and I have been in situations where our car has been towed, and no one likes having your vehicle towed, especially with the uh, really aggressive tow truck drivers that are just out there waiting to poach vehicles. You know, that's a very normal thing in, like, college towns back in the day. Yeah. You know, you're parked in a certain area past a certain time, and the tow truck driver's just ready to fly in and take your car away. Yeah, we hate it when it feels scammy or we're being taken advantage of. In this case, though, this was a repossession. So the, the vehicle was supposed to be You taken. just don't stop paying your bills. You this is on bills. you. Tow truck driver showed up and hooked up the vehicle. The guy who owns the vehicle, and I put that in air quotes because he doesn't really own it, obviously, comes running out, pepper sprays the guy, and then robbed the dude who was trying to tow his vehicle away. So the incident occurred when the tow truck driver attempted to repossess this vehicle. He got pepper sprayed, and then the guy who pepper sprayed him took his wallet and his phone and his keys and tried to take his computer to retrieve his belongings. The driver was forced to unhook the uh, the vehicle from the tow truck. So basically, like, he robbed the guy. He's like, now unhook my vehicle, and I'll give you some of this stuff back. Uh, the dude got arrested. Strong arm robbery, burglary, and criminal mischief. Seems like uh, maybe uh, this guy is not the best at making decisions. Like, maybe you should have paid your bill, buddy. Yep. Ta, uh, stop me if you heard this one before, Audrey. There is a dude named Dalton, D-A-U-L-T-O-N. Yuck. 30 years old, lives in the villages in Florida. Okay. He got busted. Twisted T, unzipped jeans. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you can't do that combo. That combo feels deadly. So, so what was he guy. doing with his jeans unzipped? So this guy's full name is Dalton Ryan Zane, which just sounds problematic, doesn't sounds it? Sounds like he's a UFC fighter. <laughs> so he was sitting in a black GMC Sierra with his headlights on and the engine running in the early hours of the uh, of the morning the other day and a deputy suspected eh, he might be a little intoxicated uh-huh. walked up to the uh, to the vehicle and saw the dude had unzipped jeans and undone belt buckle and was staggering while he was walking mm. zane rated himself a 6 on a scale of 0 to 10 to whether or not he was good with 10 being heavily intoxicated oh. 0 being sober so he said i'm i'm a i'm a good 6 good 6 Okay. Good six. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never been messed up on Twisted Teas, but every time I see people drinking them, it looks like the new Four loco. Like, I mean, they really give me the same vibes of how messed up people get on those I feel things. like yeah, you get more violence with Twisted Teas than you do with Four loco, though. Which is kind of, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. I would think it would be the other way around. Especially the OG Four locos, right? But right. yeah, it seems like anytime that you see a fight in a convenience store and somebody is getting hit with a canned beverage, a 24-ounce But half the cylinder, time they're dumb racist, so it kind of checks yeah. out. You're like, yeah, that works well, out. That's, yeah. uh, that's okay here. But this case... <sighs> Turns out the deputy did not agree that he was a good six. Off to jail he goes. Uh, and finally, this also uh, comes to us from Florida. This is a 43-year-old man by the name of Jonathan. He is facing a DUI charge after he accidentally dropped and abandoned his boat in front of a sheriff's substation. 
What? So this guy was towing a airboat behind his F-150, and I guess it fell off of the trailer right in front of the sheriff's hey, station. when that happens. And he's like, I'm leaving that. <laughs> Maybe he was going to come back, Dave, you know? Well, I he mean- did. He came back to try to retrieve the boat after a while and then got really angry with the deputy. He took an aggressive stance, is what they say. Ignored commands. That's when they were like, hey, hang on a second. You're very drunk, aren't you? Uh, turns out they uh, they took his uh, blood alcohol content and point three three four which is four times the legal limit. Could you imagine, though, being drunk as hell on an airboat? That'd be fun, man. On the swamps. I mean, I get it. I'm in. I don't condone I it, mad. but I get it. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God. Would you people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you guys ever had a neighbor that was keeping you up at night with the uh, the adult relations? Or, yeah. yeah. Really annoying. That's why I don't want to share walls. Yeah, I mean, um, our former producer, Ian, I think is probably the most current one that had that issue. He had the people that would every single day in the middle of the day. It was like you know, 1 p.m. or something, yeah, right? Yeah, because we have sort of weird hours that we work. And so he would spend a lot of time working at home during the day. And for whatever reason, he said, like clockwork, I said clockwork, uh, around 1 o'clock in the uh, afternoon, it would be like squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah, they had to have worked a nightlife. Something. But yeah. every single day, right at, you know, 1 o'clock, it, they, they would be getting after it. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't you know, because uh, we asked. It wasn't, they weren't uh, the greatest looking people. They kind of look like uh, and that me. matters. No. That, that does matter. I mean, like. I, I feel like if they're hotter, you get a pass. For sure. Like, you're like. If you're good-looking people and you're hooking up, like you're like, all right, I'm glad that something fun is happening up there. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm, but when you I look like me, that. you're yeah. like, no, nobody wants. No, that. call the cops. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like if you're if you're in a hotel and you you know you hear the noises coming from the room next door, and then this is a super eight. There's not a sexy couple next yeah, door. Yeah, like there's it's never a good-looking couple. It's either a not good-looking couple or just one guy who was listening to the videos a little bit too loud. Um, either way, there's something going on in Florida, in Tampa, where residents in Tampa Bay have been puzzled by these mysterious, like, bass-like tones vibrating their walls at night. And people were like, well, what on earth is that? And there was all sorts of theories because there's a lot of drugs in Tampa. So they thought, okay, secret military operation. Maybe it's a a nightclub that we're not aware of. Even perhaps aliens. Oh, probably not. No, there's a marine biologist that says, no, it's just a bunch of, uh, it's it's black drumfish mating season. Black drumfish? First for me as well. Um, they, I guess, are mating right now, and that's what's causing the noise. So this guy uh, installed some marine microphones to confirm his theory, and the sounds emitted during the Black Drum's winter mating season can reach up to 165 water decibels and actually become audible on land when produced by that many fish that are simultaneously mating. And I'm like... You can you're being kept up at night by fish banging. It's like it's like the um, EDC, but of the yeah, fish EDC the, of the water, like legit. E D S E A. Yes, like what do you mean that you have so many black drum fish to where they're baselining? Like I don't know. Well, Audrey, it wouldn't be called E D S E A because we don't. You know, that's the maybe unless they make a little blue pill for that. Yeah, or a little bluegill for that. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. You guys to ask your wives to be your valentine? Message deleted. No, man, I baby trapped her. We got four kids. I don't have to ask her to be my valentine. It is implied. My wife <laughs> asked me to be her valentine yesterday. Did Cute. you play hard to get? Did you say No. 
No. You got to earn it. No. I mean, okay. I'm not, I'm they, not doing anything else. They really chalk up their, uh, jack up the prices for flowers, huh? Oh, it's brutal. I went it's to insane. the grocery store yesterday and it looked like everything just vomited all over flowers and red and pink. I don't so, remember it being like that. I went to C's Candy yesterday to get the chocolates for, for my wife and I got them for the kids too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're really cute. They do a good job with like the packaging of it. And you know, I've got three little girls, so I got them all like little matching little box little of chocolates. Uh, and yeah, and then my son, there's one that's a little, little tuxedo, which is really cute. That so I got cute. one for him too. Uh, and then a bigger one for my wife. But man, like I'm sitting there walking around looking, and I mean, they're just chocolates. And I'm like, why is a box of chocolates $187? Like, what are you talking Wait, about? Wait, a box of chocolates cost $187? Not the ones that I got, but oh, yeah. they had. That's yes. crazy. And there was, I mean, there was like a larger box of chocolates, right? And I mean, I guess that it's good chocolate. Dude, if supposedly. you're going to spend $187 on chocolate. on chocolate, go to the Costco Business Center and buy me the stuff that you, they, they buy me like 10 of those industrial size Reese's things that they stock vending machines with. Yeah. And that's going to be about the same price. Give me steak. I feel like my wife would be mad at me if she knows how much I spent on the chocolates for her and the kids. It's $217. For four? For four. Well, for five, I guess. Because so, there's yourself one? No. No, there's there's four kids. Oh, you got oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. You got but we gotta yeah. pick our ball- battles though. Because if you like Valentine's Day, I mean it's one of the cutest holidays for women. I mean, if you like it or you don't, it's aesthetically so pleasing and cute. Cutie little hearts, cutie little polka dots, flowers. It's guys, all about love and romance. Have you guys seen people decorating their houses for Valentine's Day? It's gone too far. The decorating thought, has gone so too, too like, far. I was ta- my wife was like, hey, did you know there's a cause she drove in last night at night and she's like do you know there's a couple of the houses in the neighborhood where they've like lit up like put decorations out for valentine's too day far and that seems like too much especially because it was all about like fertility at one point so like i mean if you're like it's like very bananas to me like it what was? Do you, yeah oh yeah yeah it was all about fertility I'm for light women. my house and let people know i'm fertile Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. it was like in hopes for fertility oh. for like <laughs> the it. villages of the, people. We sure Hallmark time. didn't just create this to sell cards. I mean, they probably well, just like we moved around holidays to like make it to where Q4 was going to work for Thanksgiving and and <laughs> Christmas. I mean, yeah, of course, everything is all about money. And it really takes the magic out of Thanksgiving when you drop a Q4 in there. I can't right? Like, cool. The more I learn about holidays, the more I'm like. Oh, Hey Dave, it's me, Buttons the Dog, and I hope you're having a great day at work, because while you're there, I'm taking a dump in your sock drawer, and I'm humping, well, it's something you like, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, you'll have to figure it out yourself, (laughs) guess who wins? Message deleted. Button, you son of a bitch, quite literally. I know that he's mocking me. Like I know that he's not as dumb as he pretends he is. Like he he barks at me every time I walk into the room. But I know that he knows me. He's You're not, just doing it to terrorize. He's me. not mocking you. He is. He doesn't. That's his territory. Like no, it's not. It is my the territory. Al- he's the alpha. You want to see the he mortgage? That, no. Yeah, he doesn't pay that mortgage. That's why he's the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, like, he he's the winning. Alpha of the house. <laughs> I'm just the bill bitch. You are. <laughs> Sugar hey guys, daddy. have you ever headbutted somebody? In the movies, they make it look so badass, but I can't imagine it not hurting you as much as it does your opponent. Message I deleted. I could not. I mean, I've thought about headbutting somebody before, but why? Oh, yeah. I mean, the headache. Yeah, it just feels. But you don't like go for the, you know, you don't go head to head. You go like your forehead, 
to their nose. I know, but the whole idea, like he is saying about, okay, I'm really angry at somebody, so I'm going to throw my head at them. Like, nah, man, like, I'll just stick with, like, a shin, see if I can connect. I mean, I, I know will, it's lower odds. Well, but I'll accidentally just... hit my head on a cabinet and be knocked out for a week. I can imagine the... my head-to-head contact. I can imagine playing football. Are yeah, you I thumped my head on a Southwest bin the other day when I was getting <laughs> off a plane. I don't <laughs> I think I got CTE. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. All right, so it's that time of day where I think my wife is out of the car right now so I can talk about this, but she's got a big birthday coming up. She's turning 40 years old this year. And it's going to be 40? Yeah. Wow. Why you got to say it like that? I mean, she looks like she's 30. <laughs> oh. 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 I was thinking, wow. the, you, mean I was like, thinking you were like, dang, she's no, old. No, I mean. Got to trade her in, huh? Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, I mean. Yeah, she's really mean. Yeah. She's 40 years old this That's year. That's a big milestone. It's a big milestone. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I really want to make sure that it's perfect for her. And so we're planning this getaway where we're going to go to Cabo. And it's this whole thing where. Uh, you know, some friends are going to fly in and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. a big birthday, so I want to make sure that it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm talking about this while she's out of the car and I don't think she's listening is because I'm already, like, screwing stuff up, and I'm, I'm, I'm not telling her about it. What do you mean? Because I don't want to stress her out. So we booked this hotel in, in Cabo, and, you know, it's, it's a hotel where they have different options as far as, like, do you want to do the refundable one or the flexible one or oh, the no. non-refundable one and so you i just a non-refundable of course because like we're You're going saving money we're, well and the the flexible fully refundable one is like twice as much oh, as the other one. And you're talking about lot. thousands of dollars yeah. because it's a week-long trip and all that stuff. And so I just booked the non-refundable. I'm like, it's her birthday. Of Did course we're going. you book the wrong dates? Yes. <gasps> Dave. So they have the calendar set up, and I don't know if this is a thing on all of the booking websites there, but it, the calendar wasn't set up traditionally how I look at a calendar, which is Sunday to Saturday. That's how most of most calendars up. are. Yeah. This calendar was set up for whatever reason from Monday to Sunday at the end. Yeah. Okay. And so I booked one day off. And so I called the hotel because I try to manage this online. Oh, so, it's so but it's thing. at least the right week. You just oh, needed right an extra week. day. It was this it was off by a day. Okay. But I emailed hey. them and I said, Hey, I screwed this up. And I hadn't gotten a response for a few days. And I was like, this is kind of weird. And so I like I emailed again. I was like, hey. Can I get, you know, figure out what's going on here? Because I booked the wrong day by accident, but I need to adjust it you're just by calling, one day. You're not calling, you're just emailing. Well, so I called and they told me to email. And so I email and it takes a few days for them to give me a response. And then I emailed again and then they responded and they basically just said, in the terms of your agreement, it says that, and get this, if you adjust the date, if you cancel the date, or if you no-show... It is not refundable in any way. So you for can the just whole add thing. a day? For the whole thing. So, is so you this, just can't add a day. So if you adjust it in any way, then the whole thing is flush. That's wait, such wait, a wait. Scam. But that's such just not that's just not a right. thing. But it's so Mexi- if, can it's you me- go through it's, Audrey, it's Mexico. They okay, can do literally can, whatever they want to Americans. Okay, yeah. so but can you not just use a different card? And use your wife's name and have her check in for an extra just day. You'd have to pay for an extra day. Well, you, but then, but I, then spoil it and be like, or like do it like spoiling her, where you're getting like maybe like a suite for a day or something. Yeah. So I mean, I thought about all that stuff, and thankfully, after 
what and again i didn't tell my wife any of this stuff so you guys are the, the first little sounding board that i i'm having here so i appreciate this um i did finally get somebody on the phone so i called and i basically just kind of bit the bullet i'm like i'm an idiot i screwed up it was all my fault you know i just booked it off by a day because i was looking at the calendar wrong and thankfully somebody that i actually had some humanity to went oh it was just a mistake you're not trying to adjust the date. And so she was nice enough to fix it for me. So it's now correct. But boy, dude, I was stressed dude, out. The because corporate oh, people, this is all fine. Everything's fine. The corporate people <laughs> answering that email, though, that is that leaves such a bad taste I know. in my mouth. I'm like, I'm, I'm, come, I'm trying to come here, spend a lot of money. Thousands of dollars for just for the celebration. Room, plus and bring all these other people in and all this yeah, stuff. And spend their money. And and next thing you know, you just get the corporate canned response of, you were informed during the process of booking that if you adjusted this in any way, the entire thing is flushed. So was it a day before or a day after? Like, was it the first day or the last day that you would have missed? So the I, I booked it to arrive on Saturday when we're really arriving on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that was a problem is because we can't be there on that Saturday. And so that would, cancel so that whole... would have canceled the entire reservation. Ooh. And so I'm sitting here just sweating. Like, did I just make, like, a multi-thousand-dollar mistake to kick off this birthday celebration that I'm just already too wound up about because I want it to be perfect? Oh, birthday's canceled. Sorry, babe. <laughs> this is the David Dave Mahoney, Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I'm not a big sci-fi fan. I've told you guys that before. Um, Apple TV Plus has done a lot of sci-fi programming. Lots. And have you you watched some of it, right? Yeah. So um, uh, For All Mankind, I've I think is what it's called. Good. And it yeah. is actually wonderful. Is it? Um, it's so funny, though, because I was thinking that it was all true whenever I first started watching it. And there there is a lot that is very true because it's about the, the moon, uh, the space missions. Um, but then I was like, we have an entire space station on the moon? Mm. Yeah. And You're I like, literally was like telling that as fact to my husband. And I was like, whoa, yeah, we have a whole space station. It's called Jamestown. It's all the way up there. So uh, whenever you're watching some of these things, don't think everything that you see is real. <laughs> well, Invasion is another one on Apple TV+. Yes, Plus, and that just got picked up for a third season. So yep. I don't know that. if that's getting to the point where it might be interesting for you, Audrey, but you've said before that you like to uh, indulge in series that have multiple uh, seasons that are available. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be a little while, obviously, until the uh, the new one comes out. But um, season number three is on the way for Invasion. The only thing, though, like Silo, Invasion, I think they have one called Foundation, Invasion and Foundation. I mean, there's like so many. Silo's great. That are, Silo is great. That are so similar, though, in a way that it's like all taken place in outer space. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm sci-fi outer space girly. Like, that's why I think I liked For All Mankind because I thought it was historical. And whenever I figured out that it wasn't, I literally literally kind of started falling off. I'll tell you the one never to watch. Never watch Servant. That one, I watched every episode start to finish. Trying to get into it. And there's no payoff Uh, in that show. uh, Don't ever go, like, and you know what? It's got uh, old Rupert from Harry Potter. He's the best part of it. And it still sucks. Man, that does stink. But um, uh, otherwise, other than, uh, what was the show that you said don't to watch? Uh, servant. Other than servant, everything else seems to be pretty good. Severance, even though that's even though it's set in modern times, it's got yeah. a sci-fi, sci-fi twist. element to it. Yeah, I, I will say I think Apple's Apple TV Plus is the most underrated streaming service For there sure. is. For sure, right now. I mean, I mean they put out real. High quality stuff. Even like the Masters of the Air, uh, which I'm liking four that so far. Into it, um, that is historical. You know, it's about yep. the the bombers in World War II. 
Um, I mean, the production value on that Un- unbelievable, is off the charts. Yeah. So. I've been waiting for all of the episodes to come out because I started watching it uh, episode one and I was like, <gasps> like my breath was taken away. I just love Austin, Austin Butler, Butler so much. Oh my God. And he's like, I, I don't care if he still kind of sounds like Elvis. He does still kind of talk. I like don't Elvis, care. Yeah. Like my heart flutters yeah. and I had to stop guys because of it. He was too hot for you. Like I have done that a couple of times where I watched, this is very funny, but I watched Twilight as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so obsessed with Robert Pattinson, like I started like looking into his music. He has music. He has music I was looking okay. into like his entire like life story, and I was like, I cannot become this person. Audrey, you are still boy crazy. And Look I, at you. I is so boy crazy. So I stopped. <laughs> I was like, I cannot continue on this Austin Butler journey. I stopped. I'm blushing. It's, it's getting unhealthy. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. That's so embarrassing. So I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the headlines that, you know, former NFL player Brandon Marshall was making on his podcast about the whole Kanye West and Taylor Swift thing. He claims that Taylor Swift got Kanye iced out of even being at the stadium uh-huh. because supposedly Kanye West was going to buy the seats right in front of her suite. Also, so that way, but- every time that they showed her, it would be him. And I'm like, if that, first off, if that is true, yes, ice him out. Like, what are you talking about? How pathetic is it that Kanye West has is gotten still to that obsessed point? with Taylor Swift but, after but, all these you're years? You're basically just trying to photobomb her. Well, he you was loser. also thinking about it from probably a marketing standpoint because he did put a lot of money into his new product and it sold out. You know, he was probably thinking, my face right next to Taylor's because they're going to be showing her for a whole minute. Hilarious. I mean, but he's just such garbage. He is. You know, and it's, it's, just, trash. It, 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 it's just it's, it's amazing to see the downfall of a guy who was once, you know, kind of a brilliant artist. But I don't know, man, had- because him being able to, like, put his uh, marketing up for as long as he did during the Super Bowl, his product sold out. I mean, he was obviously had a downfall in his name, but he still has the fandom there. Yeah, but, but you know, the mean, fans are there, yeah. and those fans also trash. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad. Like, yeah. I mean, Kanye West has gotten so cringe on every level, it's just pathetic that people still want to buy Yeezys. It yeah. just it's beyond me. I don't yeah, but I mean this this story didn't happen. That's not real. Well, so yeah, Brandon Marshall's claiming yeah. it's real. Kanye's saying it's not real. Uh, I would I tend to believe it's probably Taylor Swift not has real. power. She doesn't have power to make Allegiant Stadium not let Kanye West in. Yeah, uh, J Lo. Uh, she made a big splash during the Super Bowl with the, the commercial with her husband Ben Affleck and. Uh, you know, Tom Brady made a cameo in it, Matt Damon, the whole bit. Uh, she is working on a new project, and interestingly, she has financed this new movie. $20 million is what wow. she's come up with. So the film uh, is going to be uh, her first studio one in a decade, and it's going to have uh, Jane Fonda and Trevor Noah and Fat Joe and Post Malone and a whole bunch of others in it. So she herself came up with $20 million to finance this I thing. mean, putting your money where your mouth is, especially when it comes to you know producing a movie in this day and age, it's kind of wild. Yeah. You know, considering how the box office really isn't responding to a whole lot out there. But uh, J-Lo's a boss, though, man. Yeah. She just does what she wants. I love it. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Yo-Dummy. Please leave a message after the tone. You were talking recently about how ridiculous streaming services are getting. Disney lost 6 million subscribers after raising their prices. Because nobody's subscribing anymore. It's all getting way too expensive. I wouldn't say nobody's subscribing because I think they have somewhere in the lines of like 110 million subscribers. It's still, and even though every day, though, we're getting emails every single day hey, we're raising our prices too. We're raising our prices too. Even though the prices went. Up, or excuse me, they lost, you know, however many millions of subscribers. The price is going up 
actually made them even more money than they were. So they were losing money. Now they're making money off of that. So cool. Glad I don't see I get this. To sit there and pay more for this service. This is not going to end anytime soon, especially considering uh, I think it's Disney, which also owns ESPN, is partnering with uh, HBO and Max and Discovery to create like a super sports streaming. We're app. creating the monopolies that We're just we created cable th- again. Yes, yes, we created a monopoly that we. Tried to dis like di, like disband, to disband because it was and so now you're awful. all over again. Yes, and here we are again, and, <laughs> and it's somehow worse. Yeah, and I find myself subscribing to things and then getting mad because I'm not using it enough, right? And then I end up hate watching shows, and I don't like that about myself. I have a question: Is are TV companies not under the same guise of like radio companies? Because can't you not, like, isn't there some sort of, like, act that was in place that you can't do? Ownership rules? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I know that there's, like, seven massive media companies that own everything. Like, they're the overlord of it all. It's different. It's individual stations in individual cities. Uh, okay. But when it comes to the internet, it's just the Wild West. That's so ridiculous to me. I mean, and I feel like I currently am shackled to all of my streaming platforms. And there is nothing. I mean, I'm not going to give up any of them. Because I can't choose one thing on one app ever. I have yeah. to go from one app to the next app to the next app to the next app to ensure that I'm going to choose appropriately. I'll say it. Hulu is my least favorite. The only thing good on Hulu that I've watched recently is the uh, is Fargo, and that's not even Hulu yep. original. See, I, I, All I, of I, them do that, though. You got one show one that's show, got the moment. And they hook you. Yeah. But Hulu Live, I use every day, man. I've got the ESPN bundle. See, I, I do the YouTube TV. Yeah. I just... I, it's too much. I'm paying way more now than I was for cable. Ever for cable. And uh, the, I'm still paying the cable company as much for, for internet. the internet. Yeah. So I was for both. We they, got they, they, duped, they man. Us. They tricked us. And they're giving us ads. It happens every generation, <laughs> though. I mean, they used to charge us for long-distance calls, you know? I mean, like, they always find a way to get us. That's what right? I'm saying. This feels illegal. They always... <laughs> this feels like... It's not I'm, illegal I'm, because all the it is illegal politicians somehow. are bought off, too. God dang, dang it. it. Please leave a message after the tone. When I was in high school... In the 90s, we went from Las Vegas to Mexico for our Spanish class. And it was a weekend trip. Bus down there, hung out, came back. Message deleted. Wow. We were talking about wild field trips not that long ago. Like, can you imagine, like, your kid being like, hey, I'm going to Mexico with my high school class. Like, that wouldn't fly today. I mean, you're gone for four days. You're just in the wind. I mean, it's the 90s. You don't have any sort of communication. And that's a sanctioned school trip? Yeah, like, if you got kidnapped, I wouldn't hear about it for a month. I mean, we'd probably realize it after a couple days. I mean, maybe. Somebody would tell us. Please leave a message after the tone. Um, I was just listening to your program this morning, and you were dissing prison food. Are you kidding me? Have, have you, any of you been to prison and had prison food? Hell yeah. How dare you? Prison food's have. good. All they treat those guys really good. I mean, I'm not prison, prison, but jail. I was going to say, I don't We've know. We've all been to jail. <laughs> Speak for well, yourself. We're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not some posers. We've, we've done time. Dude, I held on to that bologna sandwich for life. Like, legit, the entire time. I didn't even eat it because I thought it was going to be the only meal that I was going to get for a really long time. I was an idiot. I was literally left out, like, got up hours later. But I didn't want to have to fight somebody for food. Dude, so I held I on to I rolled over my like sandwich. a little bitch. I, I, we got delivered our breakfast that morning after I spent the night in jail. And there was a guy who's like, hey, you going to eat them peaches? And I thought I needed to make allies. You gave up And your so peaches. I gave up my peaches. 
And I thought that was worth the sacrifice because now I've got an ally. And then same thing, I got out two hours later. And then you had a nickname of Peaches for the <laughs> remainder of your, of your stay. <laughs> Song from Come here, Peaches. Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I am so glad that you put this story in here today because all of us, I think, are equally fed up with how out of control tip culture has gotten. Oh, my gosh. And this is from people, and we've all worked in the service industry. That's how all of us came up, you know, waiting tables, tending bar, all of that stuff. And so the idea that, you know, people are expecting to get a tip for what, you know, you really used to have to work for. I mean, waiting tables... It's a grind. Bartending is tough. Like you're on your feet, busting your hump for breaks your body down. If you're lucky, a double, right? So you can make some good money where you're working lunch and dinner. You're talking about probably a 10 hour day. And I mean, the normal for me, because I used to wait tables at Outback Steakhouse, um, and that was the restaurant that I worked at for the longest stretch waiting tables. But if I worked a double and I walked out of there after the full day and I had 150 bucks in my pocket, I thought it was a big success. That was a good day. Yeah, it's a big day. Um, but now everyone expects a tip for everything. So What's- recently there was, uh, I went to a bar and it was one of those bars that had like those shot girls that were, you know, bringing like the the syringes full of whatever goo that was going to be on the inside like of it. Jello shots or whatever. And sure. they had the apple tap. And I was like, oh, okay. And I watched her move the tip portion from, you know, it's like 18, 20 or whatever percent or other. I watched her put it to 25% and then flip it around. And I was like, that is so predatory because it was a very, very busy bar. So you're probably just pushing it and just moving on, not thinking about it. But you're talking about, okay, if you're getting a a bucket of jello shots or a round of drinks, it's she probably, was just carrying them around. I right. didn't even order them. She was just walking you, by. She's one of those girls that just walked uh, by and said, hey, I want. Girl, for wow. sure. But yes. like it does, 25% I, but for I, handing me a syringe? Are you joking? I, and even then, it just depends on what the price was for the shots. We'll say 16 bucks a pop Oh, then because then, it was a busy place and it was an expensive, you know, it's a sports so bar for the Super Bowl. How, how much was the total for these shots? So, uh, I can't remember. Like you know, 40 bucks? Sure, she was we'll doing say, jello yeah. shots. She doesn't remember. T- so it was the first shot of the night, so I was at least coherent enough to be like, you're getting 18%. <laughs> so you're talking about $10, a $10 tip on four shots. Uh, for to just walk them just, by. To, just to hand them to you, yeah, man. I again wouldn't have an issue with this. I have an issue where my my, my issue with this is is when you tell or when you decide not to tell me that you've already included the tip mm. or predetermined the tip. I think both or are very like annoying because it happened to me this weekend as well. I was staying at a hotel casino for all the Super Bowl stuff. And they have a Starbucks, like, downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you're paying a premium when you're going to the Starbucks inside of the casino. Sure. But, you know, I went down there with my wife, and we got a couple of coffees and a couple of breakfast sandwiches. And it's, like, $35, which, again, to be expected. But then when you go to Ring Up, it gives you an option. Do you want a tip? 18%, 20%, or 25%. And if you don't click the other option, all of a sudden you're tipping like six, seven dollars for somebody for a Starbucks for a black coffee is yeah. what I get, right? Yeah, you know, um, I also ran into this at a different place where it's kind of very um, like where you just have a cashier and all they do is just ring your stuff up around, and, then and then you yeah, go to sit down at a table. Yeah. yeah, and I accidentally tipped like twenty bucks on that, and my husband got sort of mad at me. He was like, you tipped. Do you know you just tipped $20 for this guy just to punch some numbers and him have no clue? It was just like his first day here. But he had to ask 100 different questions to people behind him. 
He was like, he didn't know a single thing. And you tip $20. And I feel like that's so because I was in that industry. Yeah, we feel that like we I don't. I don't think twice about tipping. But it bothers me now that, like, there is not even an option for you to not tip on people who are already getting the above $2 salary. That's why we tip big for people who are making 2 bucks an hour because you're trying to, you know, you're hustling. So here's another way that they can get you. And this happened to me. It was right around New Year's Eve. So my brother and his wife were in town, and so I did an order. I don't know if you guys have ever done this where you can order from, like, Total Wine, and they'll deliver yeah. Like, yeah. You know, a I've case of wine. But when you're getting, like, a case of wine and a couple of other bottles of stuff, it's pretty expensive, you know? Sure. So the order is a couple of hundred dollars. Well, the delivery that they have through their service is through, like, Uber Eats or whatever. So okay. it's, like, through Uber where they deliver it to your house. And the way that they have it set up in their app when you're checking out, if you're not paying attention you tip a percentage of your order. So now I've just paid, there's already a delivery fee, and now I've tipped $35 on uh, top of that because I wasn't paying attention close right. enough because you had to scroll down past the order confirmation button no, below it, which is the same thing where you're being sneaky about it. I don't like I don't it like when that. you're being sneaky. I was at a dinner with 16 people uh, on Saturday, and it wasn't. It was like a nicer, like think of like a. It was a local place in Oklahoma City. Okay, like an upscale Applebee's. I don't or you know nice TJ sure. Fridays. It, you know you're thinking about fifteen to twenty five dollars. You guys in there drinking those Dollaritas? Uh, they had pretty good drinks. Put in some there. Creed on the jukebox. Uh, they didn't have they didn't have a touch tunes, but like <laughs> even a fillet I think was like thirty bucks. So okay. very reasonably priced stuff. Sure. But there's sixteen people. It's a lot. And you would get auto gratted on that. And they didn't autograt. Oh, really? And I appreciate that. And because of the autograt, because you didn't, because had you done that, that would have been that's your whatever. Tip. That's your tip, unless you go above and beyond. Right. Right. In my opinion, but you didn't autograt. You trusted it. There were kids, and I've seen me, and my friends. Uh huh. I know what we look like. Right. And you decided to roll the dice. Well, forty a forty percent tip. You know what? Oh wow! It, it, it's a forty percent tip. That's really, really I mean, good. Because I was so good. shocked, I thought it was going to be like a, an eight hundred dollar meal, and then it was like three hundred and fifty dollars total. You're in, you're in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but here's here's the thing, though, and I don't know if you feel the same sense of pride when somebody looks at you and they determine that you're a good tipper. Yes. They look at you and they go, "This person's going to tip me more than the autograt. I, I'm going to take the chance. I always over tip." Every, every time. last time. Every See, time. you have given me a great compliment. Yes. See, but then that's where I feel like the tipping is that's so there's such a teeter-totter of of tipping here because everyone expects that. No, they don't. I feel like in 2024 they sure do. I mean, I feel like a lot of people expect a fat tip well, or else we wouldn't have people auto-clicking 25% because you scoop my ice cream. A, but call or me old school. Like I I love giving somebody a good tip. That has done good work. Yes, I appreciate. I good hate service. giving somebody even a crappy tip if they just haven't done anything at all. But yes. everybody thinks that what they do, which is sometimes the bare minimum, is them going above and beyond. I know, but I'm old but enough to remember it, when I was making two thirteen an hour. I know, Audrey. Maybe that shot girl was going above and beyond for her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't, man. No, like, I mean for her because she's was she hot. Sure. Yeah, she deserves yeah. a tip. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, dot, dot com.